0: All right, on today's podcast, Devin and I, my name is Luke, his name is Devin, will be uh, power ranking the Eastern Conference, starting from number 15 and going all the way to number one, the Chicago Bulls, just kidding. Um, It's a good way to kind of preview the season, talking about just the Eastern Conference, going through each team, talking about what their expectations would be this year, and the Western Conference one will be coming out soon also, so thanks for listening, let's go ahead and get started. It's it is still fun. Um, welcome back to it. Today we will discuss the Eastern Conference from fifteen to one. Yes. Um <laughs> now, it's gonna be a little bit less fun than the West. We'll give yeah. that away right now. Um the teams are not quite as good, spoiler alert. But it is interesting to go through each team and kinda give some thoughts on their season upcoming. So Yeah,
1: now you you uh you you common listener or you frequent listeners uh, no, out there do it. may be wondering why are we going over the east and west again, even though two podcasts ago uh-huh. we went over the east and west? Well, then we were grading off-seasons, kind of talking about what they did to get better or to yeah. get worse in order to position themselves better for this coming season. Now we've had a few weeks to like study it, get into it more, see a couple more moves, and now we're able to kind of really preview the season as we get closer and see what these teams are really made of. There's I guess. no more looking back. Yes. There's there only looking forward. Yeah, There you go. I when
0: I heard the, something about uh, past listening, I thought there was going to be stake reference coming up.
1: Well, I, I was, was going to let you
0: know that it's been... I just wanted to let you know. You overused it.
1: I think it's done now. I want to let you know. know. The stakes are high this year for some of these teams. That's fair. Okay, you can Starting use a different kind of stake, I think. with number 15, the Atlanta Hawks. The stakes are not at all high. Yes, here. okay. the stakes are very high for Travis Schlenk, the recent GM. Okay. Traded away the number three pick, which eventually became Luka Doncic uh-huh. for Atlanta... Uh, for Duh. The Trey, the Trey Hawk, yeah. the Trey Young, mm-hmm. um, and I think we've talked about it before. We're, that's probably a huge mistake. Trey Young, yeah, Trey Young is a, is a high stake. ceiling player.
0: Okay, it's a mistake. It's fair that Trey Young does have a high ceiling. I'm not going to call him the next Steph Curry, but I understand where the comparisons are coming from. He's a guy that we've seen score at a high level and pass at a high level in college, but he's also a very low floor player who could end up being a bust. While good right. Doncic is already coming in as the MVP of the second best league in the world, mm-hmm. so worst case scenario, we've already seen that he can be, you know, a role player in the NBA.
1: Yeah, and I think that um, Travis Schlenk, you know, we saw him draft young Kevin Herter, and Om- Omari Spellman, kind of going for that mm-hmm. that Warriors light, kind of going with those archetypes of the uh, the stars that they have over, over in in Oakland, mm-hmm. soon to be the Chase Center. In case you were wondering, oh, I um, that. yeah, and I I think. I, I mean, I have them 15 just because I think they're going to suck. I mean, so every team, a lot of young players uh-huh. every traded team, away their best player, right? Um, I would say so. Yeah, oh, maybe Baysmore, so.
0: One of those two. Either way. Every team that we go through, we shouldn't mention, are they trying to win or not? Because that is a new thing in the NBA. Is oftentimes, a good amount of the league doesn't
1: even want to win. right? Um, The Hawks do have their own pick, right? Uh, I do believe so, yes. Okay. Well, so. no, 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 because they traded... No, yeah, you're right. Wait, yeah, they
0: traded down. Yes, they traded down and they got the Mavs. Right, pickups. so they have their pick and the Mavs. So every team, you want to go through this little uh, criteria, every team will go over, are they trying to win, who's their best player, who's their, uh, their best prospect, their best future player, Yep. Um, the, X, the X-Factor, should we X-Factor. call it, X-Factor yeah. glue guy, and- uh, Great, great show. Yeah, biggest disappointment. <laughs> and uh biggest surprise yeah
1: um so let's go ahead go ahead and I have the depth charts pulled up too if yeah. we want to look at those so I think right now easily their best player is Kent Bazemore which so I too. think is funny about it though is I don't really think he's going to be on the team from training camp think they're going to trade him I do think so. if they can I, I mean he's got a big salary trade, but maybe by the trade deadline, deadline, month, yeah there you go say, He does
0: deadline. have a tough salary to trade but if you can find like Ryan Anderson type mm-hmm. deal like you said I think that'd be ideal please Lord, get something back with it um Dwayne best Dedman, also in contention for the best player somehow. Jeremy Lin, Gosh. probably not in contention, but you know your team is is so sorry crazy. when yeah. Jeremy Lin's in contention for that. Yeah, uh, best prospect I think it is pretty to obvious be, to be Trey Young. It has right? to be Trey Young just because of the ceiling. I mean, John Collins looked good last year. don't yeah. get me wrong, but I don't think he's got any chance to be a future All Star, and Trey yeah. Young does just from outside.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, the X Factor as th- far as I think it is John Collins. And this- well, okay, that's fair. I guess. I guess it's tough. It could be Trey Young again, mm-hmm. but for the sake of not having redundancy, I'm going to go with John Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a four, almost five. Not great range, but he was great in summer league. Like, someone... Yeah. Like, I, I, I love his player archetype. The problem athletic. is I feel like the league isn't quite, quite ready for him to play center yet. Yeah, I agree. And I think we should kind of give that a,
0: a caveat again that they It probably is not in the best interest to win this year. Right. If I was the gm i would just play, give a bunch of minutes to my young guys give young herder yeah. collins maybe spellman and deadman and prince a lot of minutes i would
1: i would only try and beat
0: the mavs i would not yeah. try to just to get their back and then cut. if you win you know 30 games or 35 games that's fine but i wouldn't try and win by playing the uh yeah the, uh, the starters i think older. i think
1: there's a really good chance that they could end up having someone really good in the draft next year if they yeah see the bad. for sure no, and i think that's. It's a not great, a great draft, but right. his top five pick is always going to be like. A imagine, body. imagine, let's say they, things go right, which would be going wrong in a wide mm-hmm. sense, and they get the pair like RJ Barrett or Cam Reddish. Oh man, yeah, at the two. Oh, it would That'd just be, be nice.
0: Yeah. All right, um, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Let's just go off your list because they're pretty pretty close anyway. Yeah, we pretty much have the same notes. Um, at fourteen and thirteen, we have the Magic and the Knicks. Devin has the Knicks yep. fourteen. I have the magic worse. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but uh, let's look at the Knicks
1: roster here. Sure. Oh, and by the way, the only reason I have the Knicks lower is just because Porzingis will be not. We'll, yeah, we we'll don't know for when he's going to play, if yeah. you will. Because um, it was close. For uh, Baez home to center. Cubs
0: lead three one. Cubs are figuring it out. All right, tough. I love the Cubs. Uh, New York Knicks. Um,
1: best player. Let's just start. Let's are we just start with that.
0: Calling Porzingis. Obviously, he's the best player if he's included. Right. But if not, is it? It's probably Cantor.
1: Or is it Hardaway? Wow, that's crazy. Um, I just I just realized, like, I have no idea. Like, is it... It's not Frank, Frank the Tank. No. It's not Knox. He's not, it's probably Hardaway, Lee, yeah. or Cantor. Hard, it's probably Hardaway, I would think. Yeah, probably. I mean, he's going to be your lead scorer, your go-to guy, yeah, he and he's leading be. the team. He'll have to be. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess he doesn't have a choice. Good point. Um, yeah, best young prospect is still Porzingis to me. Mm-hmm. though. Kevin it, Knox is younger, but... Though, uh, yeah, we've been... I, I think we've said every podcast we've been singing the praises of Kevin yeah. Knox for a while. We had that one. Yep. Um,
0: yeah, I'm not gonna act like the Knicks are one of the big up and coming teams in the NBA.
1: Yeah.
0: But I do want to just point out these six guys are not a bad core.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I Trey know.
0: Burke, yeah. Frank Tilaquina. I think the N is technically silent. I think it's Frank Tilakina. Okay. Um, Emmanuel Mudiay, three guards there. Two will have to stay probably, or one. Um, and then, obviously, Porzingis, Kevin Knox, and Mitchell Robinson is a high upside guy that I like to mm-hmm. no, go to yeah, college. Mitchell,
1: he was a steal.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Second round, right? Uh, I can't remember. Honestly. I think it was
1: mid-late second round. Um, the X Factor? I mean, for this year, it's probably Knox or Nilakina. I think mm-hmm. Nilekina, I would go with Milikina because I think Kevin Knox is going to take a while. He's a rookie. No, Keenan, I think has a high offensive and defensive upside,
0: especially defensive. Yeah. I also
1: think, by the way, I think Emmanuel Mudiay. I don't think he'll be on the team by the end of the year. I think he's just. I don't think he's good at all. Could that's possible? Horrible shooter, bad advanced offensive stats, whatever. Like and ever, the Knicks, every way you look at him, he's not. The great. Knicks do have their pick again this year, right?
0: Yes. So they can go ahead and uh, they can go ahead and and lose and tank right. again. And if Porzingis is hurt, yeah. they just might. And then well, you well, can the get the only thing that stinks for me guys. though is
1: that is a year of yeah. Porzingis under contract that is going to be wasted right but that suck until he
0: gets that free agency in Who? four years in which is we, next what, summer
1: we, we ranked him number three on the power ranking or power forward rankings or I think two? so I'll
0: have to check mine maybe number one even I don't remember well, Davis was one yes Good but point. he was Good definitely point. up there so yeah definitely the kind of guy that is uh, somebody you can build around and I think yeah. in the end you think that it would be Knox at the four or Porzingis at the five I do Me too. I think think especially
1: with the ACL problems, I think you have to play prison at the five Mm -hmm. as much
0: as you can. We had him second at at power forward. Okay. Ahead of Aldridge and Draymond and love, I think is
1: fair, right? Right. I think I had Aldridge ahead, but either way, I mean, it's close. Should we uh, keep moving? Yeah, let's keep moving on to the Orlando Mm -hmm. sad-jick. That was a good try. That was a good try. Um, Orlando magic. They just want to have a whole bunch of
0: power forwards it's their plan just a whole bunch of three fours and fives make they're gonna make a john isaac be the shooting guard eventually they keep moving these guys down um <laughs> i do like Bamba, gordon and isaac as three guys but i love john i kind isaac. of only like two of them at a time yeah is that fair
1: no yeah that's fair i think i think jonathan isaac i think we're gonna be surprised mm-hmm. i think he can play the three pretty well he's slender he's quick you might as well put that kind of guy at a four or a five in yeah. today's league, you know? I mean, he's doing what Boston is trying to do with the whole just play, play five th- small forwards. Right. But then they're doing it like, okay, let's play five power Right. <laughs> I like Bamba. Um, Love Bamba. Yeah, wish I, he would have fallen one more
0: pick to the Bulls, but that's I think, all right. Carter's good, I can't too.
1: remember who said it. It was probably dunked on because that's who I listen to uh-huh. most primarily when it comes to podcasts. Someone there, probably Danny LaRue or Nate Duncan, maybe Gus. Bamba is only as good as his starting point guard. Um, That is, offensively, I should say. Okay. It's really important that they get some guard. Like a Capella thing. In a a trade. Yeah, right. Like Capella, I mean, Capella, I think now is to the point where, like, he doesn't always need a great guard, but he's... Offensively, I think that's... Offensively, he's... He rolls. That's kind of his job.
0: Yes. Um, Orlando, let me bring him up here real quick. Sure. They do have their own pick, I think, right? Yeah, yes. they do. So are they tanking? What are they gonna do? Are they gonna try to draft a point guard in this draft, get Romeo Langford?
1: It would be interesting to see Romeo Langford there because I'm a big they Romeo Langford stan. But either way, they just need guards in general. I yeah. think I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they move Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac one of the two. I think they keep yeah, bombing
0: for sure. Gordon's probably the one that just gave him that big contract, so I don't yeah. know who wants to take that on at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, but, I think he's worth his contract. But either way, somehow they need to move for point depends guard. Depends on the team
0: and their situation. If they was. package
1: their pick, they might be able to get a pretty good young point guard. I don't know. Does but Vuce have any value? Almost zero. If I honest. don't think anybody wants that kind of center anymore. He's who's, who's, he's worse than Jonas Valanciunas, and Valanciunas mm-hmm. is untradeable as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. The Magic are probably, even though they're slightly better than the Knicks and the Hawks this year, I think they're probably the saddest team in the league. <laughs> it's a tough spot. It's a better big, the Kings, spot. I guess. They do have
0: three guys that I like that are young, though, and Fournier I don't hate. Um, so there's something to build on there, for sure. It's just hard
1: to look at them in an offensive league and think that they're going to be able to win games. For so, sure.
0: You know. So two more teams in our bottom tier here. Um, Brooklyn Nets, we have at mm-hmm. number 12, both of us. Mark who's so, one of the greatest players there? of all time. Yeah, okay, sure. That was iconic when that rant happened that you did. I don't think any of our yeah, modern luckily, listeners remember the, no the Stone Age. No one age. knows where to find that. No, <laughs> except <laughs> yes. us.
1: Um, who's their best player? Is it still D'Angelo Russell? Um, no, I don't think D'Angelo Russell is close. I think Spencer Dinwiddie is considerably yeah. better than him. because I mean. Russell was supposed to be the young
0: up-and-coming guy who's the number two overall pick, and then he honestly has not been that good the last couple Defensively, of years in Brooklyn. awful. Offensively
1: right. they've been bad as well. Not With good him on enough. the floor they are 8 points worse per 100 possessions which is yeah. significant.
0: You have to score really well to make up for that kind of defense and he just has not been able yes. to do it.
1: Yeah. Um, now, we should we should let it be known that he has dealt with injury problems, but uh-huh. even when he's been healthy, maybe it's the ice problem.
0: in his veins that gives him the injuries. It right, seems yeah. like it's really a healthy like, yeah, his thing to have. Muscles just get really tight. It gets frozen yeah, as he's trying gone, to run.
1: Or, I, I have that often at the Co-Rec.
0: It definitely doesn't sound like having actual ice instead of blood is really a smart strategy for an athlete. Maybe LeBron and his uh, medical staff. I would, staff say, I would help with that. I would say we've never seen
1: it done before, but when it happens, no. it's
0: well, pretty cool. It's gonna be cool. All right, I don't know if you've seen Game of Thrones, but winter is oh, coming. Oh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Just saw that throne in my yeah, dorm building. That was whack. So, Dinwiddie's the best player? Better I than Carroll so. Allen? Yeah, I'd say so, too.
1: I think Jared Allen has a high upside, though. I'm very excited to see what he can do. As soon as he yeah, shoots too. that afro off and gets into the <laughs> facial And the mustache, it like, doesn't look like he's from the 70s anymore. Um, I think he can be a Capella light. Just great roller, great mm-hmm. defender. Can switch well onto the perimeter. Mm-hmm. I think that's his upside. Sure. Um I'm, I mean I'm excited for him I thought he was a great pick uh, I also think Another great A great point that uh, Nate Duncan made And I hate that I always Bring up his points But it usually thinks I think to myself I wanted to share this anyway But like I always think to myself A take And
0: mm-hmm. I think to
1: myself That's too hot of a take mm-hmm. That's crazy And then, and and then I like, go listen To these guys And like Danny And Nate And like all their guests And be like Oh They're supposed to be Like the smartest guys In the industry And they just said That exact right. same thing So maybe I'm not crazy
0: yeah, I understand that.
1: But what I wanted to get at is 6 six through 10, they probably have the best yeah. guys, like the best 6 through 10 rotation in the league. You've got Carol Levert, you've got Jared Allen. Who Harris. probably is actually going to start for them now. Yes, Harris. Davis. a Davis, Kenneth Fareed, yeah, yeah, Davis, Jared Dudley. Yep, and, and yeah, they have great guys on the back. For sure. But they probably have one of the worst starting fives in the league. Probably can, the worst. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't probably. have
0: anybody that I really feel like is a good go-to guy. Right. Um, who is their up and coming young guy? Is it
1: Allen? Is he the best one? It's Allen. It's Levert. It's like they. Nobody Johnny they can Lusa. build around though. Someone they can really build around. They don't have one yet. They've got their pick. That's what they gotta build around.
0: I yeah, guess. they hope that that one ends up being high. So, are they tanking? I mean, tanking is is a pretty subjective, arbitrary word too mm-hmm. because. It's not like they're going to be the the Sixers in the
1: process era actively trying to lose, but I don't think they'd tank. The trades that they made this summer like yeah. were for picks They've obviously. They've better, but, of them, but like they got significantly better this. They year. feel like they can there's good enough drafters oh, Alan that can, is also in that group in the back. Oh yeah. I just about they him. feel like they're
0: smart enough drafters that if they end up at 9 instead of 6, they can still get They'll a find good player. Good, right? yeah. yeah. Which seems like reasonable yeah. to me. Now that they finally have a couple more reasons to keep the fan base, intact. I think
1: they have. I think they have a good opportunity to make a good trade at the deadline mm-hmm. too for someone. Yeah, and they also are going to have quite a bit of space next year that they can, if Jimmy Butler and Kyrie want to go to New York. Like, you keep saying they're going to go to Boston, going to Brooklyn. I don't. I don't see it happening. But well, I I just think that their front office is so smart and so advanced and so ahead of mm-hmm. the game compared to. Probably twenty other teams. Probably and that true. includes New York. Oh, for sure. To where would you rather who who's the better situation? Oh well the
0: Brooklyn obviously has a better front office. Exactly. But I'll believe it when I see it as far as no, I yeah, I know. I just And Porzingis is a big appeal too. Right, yeah, that's a good point. That'd and be, Knox. That'd, and that'd be quite Kobe the big three got, with Knox, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so going out of Chicago? Yeah. You can tell me who the best player is because I don't really know. I don't either. That's all I've got. Is it either right. it's Thank you for I'm listening. pretty sure it's either Parker or Markkinen Yeah. Or maybe Levine or Dunn or Lopez the... or Portis or Carter. One of those seven. Or Nick, campaign. Who's, or... Nick, who's the best player on the Bulls? I'd say Markanen. Markanen's definitely the, the piece. By the way, Nick's yes. here. This is Nick Walsh. You're welcome. And
1: Daniel's also in the room. I think he's doing chem homework. Our, our Ish
0: Smith <laughs> consultant, Daniel Van Clay, is here. Um, <laughs> yeah, is obviously the piece to build around in the future, which is why I consider him the guy. Right. But I think Parker would actually be better. Yeah, Given no, we mean, are post-ACL again, so it's really hard to say for offensively, sure. Offensively, he's just... But Parker's the guy that's actually proven himself to be a, a
1: good, a really good NBA player. Yeah. You know? yeah, At I least mean, a pretty good NBA player. Yeah. I mean, his defensive tools... I would <coughs> say he has a defensive potential Excuse that me? he just probably will never
0: fill out. Oh, yeah. No, his defense is awful, and I don't know why we have him. Yeah. I kind of went on this rant um, on the summertime pod that we did, but, yeah, I don't exactly understand what the plan is with Parker because either he takes up minutes from Markanen... Or he leaves, you know, like, what's the best case scenario here? You're going to play Levine, Parker, and Mark Green as you two, three, four in the I, in NBA? I love no the way. idea
1: of just not not no having way. signed Parker. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I would like, do a Felicio salary dump over that any day of the week. To, I would have retained Mwaba and ran him back, probably, sure. to be completely honest.
0: Even if Chris Dunn and Wendell Carter Jr. become the best defensive point guard and centers effectively in the NBA, which I'm not saying is going to happen, but even even if that were to happen, you still have Levine, Parker, and Mark Green and all being basically zeros on the perimeter, and the league dominated by scoring wings, there's no way you can have those three and hold up defensively. It's just, we went over it, but they got a talented young roster.
1: I think that the front office, your front office's biggest problem is just, like, resource management. Also being bad at their jobs. You know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I don't know. I feel like in a vacuum, every single person on that that team is like, okay, I could see why they would I I would see why you want a good scoring wing like Levine. Yeah, but you got to problem. Yeah, there's a team plays with defense. Just because he's the best player at the position and eas- most easily available, like mm-hmm. equalizing those both, doesn't mean it's a smart move. Like, what yeah. if the smartest move, instead of signing a high upside guy in Jabari Parker, was to re sign David Nuaba and go after another defensive minded three because you already have offensive guys? And given Parker is a one plus one deal, so I'm not saying. Right
0: it's a stupid long term move right. because of course you can always kick the can down the road and if Jimmy wants to come but, back, if Kyrie wants to sign, you can do that. But, but still, are you
1: are you afraid of Parker kind of uh, inhibiting uh and and oh sure. Martin Carter's development and Levine? Yeah,
0: yeah. all those guys. It, I mean, if he takes a lot of shots, then it definitely could. I mean, it's, I'm not. It's not like a huge worry for me, but yeah. it's definitely another reason on the uh, con list. You know. So yeah. we're gonna take a break after the Bulls. Here, you got anything else on him? Uh. No, I mean, they're kind of... They're going to try and win. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, you could see them being like having a bad pick. This I could three, see them right? making the playoffs, you, honestly. Really? Okay. I don't think there's six... I only. Th- I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not calling it. I have them 11th for a reason. But to me, there's only six teams that I'm really high on in the East this year. Yeah. But I had considered locks in the playoffs. Boston, Toronto, Philly, Andy, Washington, Milwaukee. Yeah. The Cavs, probably, if Love stays healthier in there, too. But after that, I don't really love him of those other teams. And the Bulls could sneak in, but I'm <laughs> not planning on Do you it. Do you think that... Uh, What's his face? Coach, Coach. Hoiberg. Brett? Thank you. He finally got the team
1: you want. i mean not Brett. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that he's gonna do the same thing he did last year, where he just throws out horrible lineups to lose games? That was fun. No,
0: I don't think so. I think I mean they're gonna try and win. They're probably gonna get thirty, maybe thirty-five games, but it's gonna mm-hmm. be like a. Yeah, a team that just can't defend, and there are few circumstances like last year's Rockets, not this year's Rockets, last year's Rockets, where mm-hmm. they kind of throw away defense. And the, of the sixteen seventeen yeah. right the, the one before the one we just like watched. they're good enough
1: but they're not right, right. Like, like we
0: yeah. we know we're good enough on offense we don't have to worry about defense quite as much but the bulls um, just aren't good enough offensively to make up for it
1: yeah they have a ceiling to be but for sure um, so the
0: best young guy is uh, is Markkinen yeah after that is Carter to me I really like Carter I agree uh, Carter I cannot believe how mobile he is it's it's wonderful it's amazing um, um, X factor the X factor as far as winning um, Parker. <sighs> Maybe Parker's Parker's ACLs. I feel like it's either Dunn or Levine. Um, Oh, really?
1: Okay.
0: I don't know. Levine at some point has to make the jump and be a seventy-five million dollar four-year player. (laughs) I'm not saying he's going to be one, but the fact that they paid him that much just raised the bar for him to be so high that he really needs to make the jump offensively to actually be a scorer. I mean, he can shoot and he's athletic, but he can't really pass. He turns the ball over too much. And we'll see if he can make that jump. And Dunn, I feel like his ceiling just isn't high enough for an NBA point guard. Now. And Before, oh, his sorry. defense is good. I'm going too long on the bulls. Defense is good. No, that's okay. But at some point he's got to show us that he can create a little bit, not just pull up and miss mid-range
1: jumpers. Alright. We're not in the predictions too much yet, but I have one prediction question for uh-huh. him this year. Who are who are the bulls? Who's Gar I love I love that we call Garpax just one like one single entity. <laughs> yeah. Who is Garpak Skinner or Greg giving the most money to – or more money to this year, Levine or Parker? Parker, once
0: again, the downside is hardly there. Okay. Worst case scenario, he doesn't play that well this year and they don't re-sign him. Okay. And maybe he gets in uh, gets in the way of of the other guys a little bit. But sure. worst case scenario, you're out of him in a year, or worst worst case, two years, unless it's sign him again. But – Levine you're really now you're talking he might hurt your free agency in the future with the money that you already tied mm-hmm. up in him, and if he's days to be the guy he is right now, that's a really bad contract that we're talking about for years okay. to come, but sure, Kings could have had him which they wanted him, but uh, yes, yeah, so I'd say Levine's probably okay. the worst contract yeah, that's where I was at too, so should we uh go ahead and break before we let's shout for the next few teams, yes, all right. All right. Now we're going to go through the uh, six through ten range, and this, this conference block so pressing—it's pretty bad. Um, none of these guys are contenders for anything, right? I mean, unless you want to call the six team a contender, I feel like there really are only four teams, maybe like, three teams that have. There's chance only three in this teams that
1: I look at them like, yeah, they'll win a playoff series, right? <laughs> and which, four is mathematically doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and and start things off with our number. My number ten team. Let's go with yours. We'll just go in your order. At 10, nine, and 8, we both have... Oh, you have the Hornets 7. At ten, nine, eight, seven, we all have Cavs, Pistons, Heat, Hornets in some order. Um, I actually have the Cavs 7th because they have the best player. Mm, then are the Pistons or maybe Kemba. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going talk myself out of it. Sorry, really, many guys that are just like lathering. Yeah, those teams are all just so close together. But, uh, yeah, so Kevin Love obviously is going to be the guy in Cleveland. Whether or not... that's a- Great thing. He's a guy you can rely on, maybe yet to be seen. But George Hill's is a serviceable player who uh, wasn't bad in the finals. JR. Boo. Isn't that they're bad? Trying, <laughs> I don't think he'll start the season um, with him. The upgrade, they're trying they're, to trade him. Oh, really? I think so? Yes. We'll see if somebody wants it, him with his contract. It's pretty too. openly
1: reported. Like They're like, we just don't want him.
0: <laughs> um, They upgraded at small forward, picking up, uh, losing LeBron and uh, replacing him with Jetty Osmond. Obviously, Korver is still there. Um, and then Tristan Thompson, Fry, Guys like Hood are probably coming back. Hood and Clarkson. Hood isn't officially signed, but at this point, I don't know who else is going to offer him yeah, or anything. They can match it. And then obviously, Colin Sexton is the is the draft pick.
1: Yeah. Um. So like, let's just get that. Out LeBron's of best all I player lost. Players, obviously, Chetty.
0: Yeah, I'd say Sexton. Um, I would too. I'm just kidding. I know. I do love Jetty, and it was awesome to see him working out yes. with, with LeBron, was, Durant, and uh, and Kawhi. That's
1: one of those things that, like, at the end of next season, they're going to put it down. Some kid on NBA Twitter is going to be like, the greatest things that happened this season. And on yeah. NBA, twi- you know, NBA Twitter, it's going to be great. So that was fun. Um, Best player, yeah. Kevin Love. It's it, I guess I was projecting too much. I know we weren't talking about um, predictions. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I guess... I didn't want them to bias what I was doing because we just wanted to look at, like, this is what's going to happen this season. This is who's best right now. Mm -hmm. But I just don't see any way that Kevin Love either, A, plays 82 games and is able to be effective the whole time or is on the team.
0: I think they're going to try and trade with
1: that contract five years. I think, I honestly think, and you may disagree with me, I think that his one-year deal with the player option at the end was less valuable than him in this new deal, the 120 for four years. Because he could leave? because he could leave and you get him for nothing. Or now sure. at least you have a a, a guy that's going to give you two more years of being a really good player. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a great player, but a really good player. And now after that you can trade him mm-hmm. after your run is over. Yeah, I understand think. that. But, I mean, he, he'll be 35 under that
0: contract. And the way that his body's held up throughout his career, like you kind of mentioned, I don't see him being worth that much through all those five years. So if you do make that trade then you're essentially saying it's going to be a bad contract for the last two or three right. years. Same that's thing with okay. the Blake Griffin deal. Right. That's why,
1: I, I, at first, I was like, this is not I tradable. Still, which I still think is a smart deal for Detroit the, at all. But. like, Okay, look me in the eye and tell me that the Hornets or the Heat wouldn't try to get Kevin Love this season.
0: If they could, they might. Exactly. Like, but, I mean, they got to send back Batum or something. Batum mm-hmm. or another contract that size. I don't right, know. Right, yeah. I'm it's just weird. saying,
1: Like, I think it's more tradable than we all think. Um, Maybe. I still don't like it. Um, X Factor is...
0: Saxton again, right? Probably. I mean, he's – we're talking at least the guy with the biggest variance of outcomes. It's yeah. probably him. But um, Or it could be Kevin Loves' health. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's a good one too. Everybody else, we kind of know what they are at this point. Yeah. Um. Anything else on the Cavs? I mean, I, 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 I have the them Cavs. in the playoffs, but that just depends on Loves' health. And I do have a little more confidence in him as number one guy than you do. Yeah. Um. I think he can score in a lot more ways than we saw last year with LeBron being in the way and I like Sexton yeah. I like George Hill more than a lot of people do too which is why I have them sneaking in at seven or eight but at this point it's just that group of five or
1: six yeah I um, if you'll listen if, for the, the listeners that have listened to all of our pods that are up on Anchor Spotify iTunes Pocket Cast Podcast Networks all over the the globe um you'll have you you may remember that I was pretty high on the Cavs. I was like, Oh yeah, buy this offseason, like uh-huh. they did the best of what they could do. Like this is great. I think they can make the playoffs. Slowly I'm starting to think, alright, they're probably not gonna make the playoffs. I would have blown but, it up. But hundred percent I could be totally wrong. Like
0: I mean I understand the appeal of staying relevant and being a playoff contender. And I I mean a contender to yeah, make the playoffs here, so not right. a real contender. But just thinking logically, this team isn't getting to the second or third round, right. especially the third round anytime soon, so you might as well have blown it up.
1: I guess what keeps coming back to my mind is like this team is the same as it was last year for the most part. I mean, obviously they got better at the three position, that's a good improvement, <laughs> uh-huh. but the whole team was built a around the LeBron, right. and now the centerpiece for what the team's built around is gone, Right. and now... It's a th- whole different style now. I mean, now Chetty's probably, what, second team All-NBA, third team All-NBA <laughs> yeah. player, but He's not quite LeBron James. So we both have the Pistons at number nine. Yes. Um,
0: Daniel's, Dale, Daniels Balsan, Balsan Smith. team. Pretty good. All right, so there's our uh, Smith update. Best player, um, other than Smith, I would say is Blake Griffin, followed by Drummond. Um, best young prospect?
1: Best, Luke Kennard. Is it Luke
0: Kennard? Is it Stanley Johnson? Is he it, still counting kind of as young? I think it's Luke Kennard. So the... the the I rotation still think he's here. Been pretty good. Reggie Jackson. On the wings you have Bullock, Kennard, Stanley Johnson, Glenn Robinson, they picked up. And then you have Blake That's Griffin, Andrew Drummond. And on the bench is also Ish Smith. Oh God. Um drafted, drafted Kyrie Thomas, who I liked coming into the draft. And Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown and uh Zaza.
1: <laughs> yeah. And John Lew. So Yeah, he's coming back he in He was out all last year, so him him being back is nice for them. But. so
0: they're I think they Oh. they're one and two. They're number two guys the best in this group for sure with yeah. uh, having Drummond and Blake. yeah. But I think a lot of this hinges on Reggie Jackson. He's going to be my X factor. Um, Who would you rather have Jackson or Schroeder? Ooh. I feel like Schroeder has a little bit more potential. He's a little yeah. bit younger. But I mean, he's an asshole but he's a little he's bit also, less of an asshole. He's also been a little bit of that. I'd probably lean toward Schroeder. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but they're going to need Reggie Jackson to be good. run the offense a little bit better and stay healthy if they're going to successful at all
1: yeah i think reggie bullock might make an appearance this year he, he might he, he will might. make appearances as one of their steady rotation players i i do think he will be making an yeah. appearance i'm excited to see him play good point
0: daniel's a pistons fan um so we might have him on sometime and just do a little bit
1: of an interview about detroit um he knows a lot about the players daniel are you excited about avery bradley this year on the wing
0: He's not on the pitch, All right, all right. <laughs> they just kind of got shut down. Um, let's go ahead and move ourselves on. Um, Devin had the Heat at 8. I had them at 10. The Heat are tough because they have a lot of guys that I like, but nobody that I really love. And they have a lot of guys that I really like, just I like them on different teams. Right. So who is their guy? Like who's? I mean, is Whiteside still the best
1: player? Dragic is the best player. Dragic is, right? that's right. Dragic is the best player. Whiteside's boo-boo sauce. Whiteside...
0: It was weird what happened with him last year, and he's probably not do you, tradable. Do you remember
1: like, how good he was against Toronto? He was incredible, yeah. Uh, and that was the second round in yeah. 2016, and then he gets hurt that game seven. That's mm-hmm. why they lost. So and Then he got the big contract. Just for the
0: sake of uh, a discussion, is there any team that wants a center right now? The Hornets. E- even if that's that's good. I mean, the Hornets might The take Hornets him. would
1: trade for him in a salary dump. Probably. That's what I'm saying.
0: But even if he didn't have the personality issues and – all those concerns. I don't think he has any value to a contender anywhere.
1: I'm really, like, I'm trying to think hard. Like Boston? The Bucks might be able to figure out a Henson deal. Uh-huh. Maybe Boston I mean, just it, wants it,
0: that center. Because they want to get Bomba in the draft. Maybe they just want to get a true center to put next to Horford sometimes. I don't know.
1: Well, I think that's why they got uh, Robertson. So... Oh, or Williams. Robert, Robert Williams. Williams. Yeah, My yeah. Bad. Robert. My bad. I'm yeah, desperate. probably. And I like
0: him, too. Len Bias of 2018. <laughs> yeah. Um... I like James Johnson. Love him on the Rockets. Yeah, you would. Um, Dragic is good, obviously. I like Tyler Johnson. Dion's going to Dion. Hashtag Waiters Island. Josh Richardson is a good player, but... Love Josh Richardson. Bam I like, too, but he's yes. got to get some playing time at some point. I I'll, think
1: Bam I think Bam should be starting at the 5, and I don't think they should have Whiteside. And that probably. would be so, it'd make them so much more like a modern
0: team. Uh-huh. A change of scenery could really give Whiteside a second win, I think. In China. Maybe, maybe. But... I think the relationship here is really soiled To the, soiled it to the extent that I'm not sure there's any coming back. Um, what are they selling? So, <laughs> they're selling chocolate. So the X Factor, do we have – I mean, is it Whiteside? Yeah. Is there any hope for his situation in Miami at all it's, anymore?
1: Is it Whiteside? I think it's Winslow personally.
0: Yeah, what's going to happen with his career? He was every, – everyone be, liked him that draft. He was 13. supposed to be LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves him in that draft,
1: especially how low he fell. I he hasn't really come around offensively at any point. I mean, he he plays point guard pretty well. I don't know how much heat he played last year, but him at the one is actually really, I really awesome. I don't watch
0: any heat last year, to be honest.
1: And the, 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 the sad part is his scoring offensive game is so limited, uh-huh. it's hard for you to really create space and work with that. Right. Um, I think that as he gets older, I, really, I think his jump shot is going to develop more. I'm not saying he's going to be a good shooter this year, but I think he'll be good enough as he improves. I... The, the the lineup I'm really excited to see is like Winslow Magruder Richardson Drogic, and Bam like just a bunch of just really small guys just mm-hmm. running super fast I like it I mean Winslow is in the fourth season here
0: in his fourth season of his career um, already going to be 23 yeah. and hopefully he can continue to develop but at some point here he's going to hit that wall where it's like wait is there an, is he you yeah. know that kind of that Chris Doug Isn't wall it I was crazy talking about that draft cra- class has already reached that point where it's, it's like, oh. That's the first draft class that we were both, like, really hardcore in, you know, when they got drafted. Um, I mean, Dragic averaged 17 points that year, but he was already 32 years old. So, at some point, they're going to have to have somebody offensively that takes over. I I think,
1: um, man, if it wasn't for the whole, you know, the Pat Riley-Popovich thing that's going on. Like, both teams are, like, they're just giving each other serviceable teams until they retire. If they had to worry about that, wouldn't it be awesome to see Dragic moved to, like, anywhere? Mm, Denver. Den Denver would be great Mm -hmm. maybe okay what's a good deal there though like what assets do they have to send back either Harris or Murray I don't know if those guys are available I don't think I would I would never give maybe uh maybe Maybe. I mean
0: Barton's contract is tough now but yeah one of those backup wings maybe Trey Lyles has a little bit of value um Hernan Gomez is another guy Monte Morris Beasley a couple of those kind of second level wings yeah Yeah, something like that would be cool to see but yeah I don't I don't think Pat Riley wants to do that anytime soon um which is
1: actually really tough for these organizations. Like yeah. they have to tread water for these guys just to be loyal. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how it's a business until it's the front office right. involved.
0: All right. Um you have the Hornets at seven. I had them lower down at eight. Um. Yeah. Either way, kind of gonna sneak in the playoffs. It's all about health for them this year, right? They have some of the worst contracts in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> um I'll I'll bring up their payroll here, but But they also have one of the best in Kemba. Yeah, that's actually true. Um Kemba's really the only guy that I really like. I mean, Batum is is good enough, but he's also kind of getting up there. It's been, he's been there for quite a while anyway. Yeah. Um. I like them to make the playoffs, but really, I don't see how you can like them to do anymore. You know. Really it's to tough because last year they weren't healthy. But even if they were healthy, I don't know how good they would have been. They're giving Batum twenty four million, Biombo seventeen, Marvin Williams fourteen, Cody Zeller thirteen. Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, 13. Okay. And those guys are all going to be here past the 2020 season.
1: I, there's two things that I really hated about their off season. Letting go Trevion Graham. Fair. Just because now he's just on a minimum contract in in, uh, excuse me, uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. That guy's worth more than a minimum. Like we talk, we've talked about this a lot now, now recently. Like it's a pet peeve of mine when people go out and spend more than the minimum on centers and then don't buy pick up wings or mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like, in a world, in in a league where everyone says that a defensive minded, but defensive you know, like a three and D wing is the most valuable position, why are you letting go. them go, especially like, for such a cheap price? And I think that was really tough. I also think that the Tony Parker signing, though he's an improvement on MCW as a backup point guard, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have done better there. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I mean, there's guys. There were guys out there, young guys out there, they could have gotten Shabazz Napier. Yeah, I would much rather have him than Tony Parker. For sure, me too. Um, Especially on the contract.
0: Who's their young guy that you like? Who's their best of incoming player? Is it Monk? Is it Bridges? I did not
1: like Monk's record gear at all. Yeah. That's it's tough. has got to be Miles Bridges. It has to be, yeah. I mean, he's so athletic and he's so exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. I, and he's so ambidextrous. I say that so <laughs> much, but I love how ambidextrous he I'm is. not
0: saying that we can really project his career or not that we're saying he's going to be great, but he just has the highest ceiling at this point because Monk has been so disappointed. Mark my words right now. All time, he'll be better than Larry Bird. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll post about on that one. Um, X Factor, mark
1: my words. It's Monk. Yeah, I think. It's probably Monk. Having that second scoring guy, someone if they th- someone that they can find so that they know they can safely offload Batum and still compete. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually really important for them. Um, I would say MKG's jump shot, but that's a lost <laughs> cause at this point. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's Monk. Yeah, it seems fair. Unless Bridges is going to really contribute we, a lot. We should talk about like their center position is kind of rough now, too. Just I Cody mean, Zeller is really good. Beyond, but I like Billy Hernan Gomez, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I, I'm not sure yeah. I
0: like him as a centerpiece. Right. I like him as a role player right yeah. now, and maybe for, for good.
1: I think I would have rather had him than... Um, O'Ne- uh, what's so, his face? Joakim Noah, Kyle O'Quinn. K- thank you. O'Quinn oh, last year. Yeah. I don't know why I agree. New York didn't want him. But either way. Just traded him
0: for nothing, really. Yeah. Shall we continue? I suppose we have to, don't we? Yeah.
1: Washington Wizards. Last I scene before the break. strongly dislike John Wall. I think that's pretty clear. I love Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. I love Otto Porter, but he's overpaid. Mm-hmm. Except he earned his contract. We talked about that last week as well. Why best, can't these guys figure it out? The best player is still Wall, I
0: guess. So I just have a little but, thing on the on the Hornets. In our rankings, John Wall was the sixth best point guard. Did oh, you mean the Wizards? Yeah, what did I say? Hornets. Oh, it's all right. Wizards. John Wall, sixth best point guard. Beal, seventh best shooting guard. That was Cool, that's our speaker turning off. Sorry about that. Pardon. Porter, seventh best, small forward. So at the 1, 2, and 3, they have a top seven player at each position. <laughs> but they still can't. They go with the eight seed last year in a bad conference. Well, uh, well they well, not have the, injuries, half the year. But that team's never figured it out, despite the... Oh, so you should uh, mention
1: Dwight Howard's on the
0: team. Dwight Howard is on the team. We did not have him in the top 10. But he's probably like 12. Um. Anyway, they and I don't hate Markeith Morris.
1: I don't also – I don't hate the Jeff Green signing. Or Jeff Green. And I really like the dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I'm just kidding. Kelly Oubre and <laughs> Like, I actually think they're going to be considerably better this yeah, year Yeah, I don't hate year.
0: the talent that they have. But they just cannot figure it out. And part of that is
1: off-work chemistry, I think. I think so. Getting rid of getting that team,
0: Gortat they, may help with that. Right. Can we agree on that?
1: But I also think that Gortat was right in that whole feud yeah, me too. about John Wall not playing
0: defense. Great team win, he says, when Wall doesn't play. Yep. It's like, obviously,
1: trying to call him out. There were problems in the locker room. Obviously, oh, sure. I think Beal did a great job of being professional with that last year, yeah. and not letting it get to his head, not letting other people you make up Beale. a narrative. I,
0: I love Bradley Beal. And he's I'm amazing. not saying it's going to be fixed because Gortat's gone, right. because I do think there's some on-the-court issues, too, with Wall and Beal. Also,
1: <laughs> replace Gortat with Howard. Like, that's mm-hmm. supposed to be
0: a personality he's gonna fix. going to fix things, right. Um... So I'm not I'm out on them. <laughs> That's the question, but they are still the sixth best you know, team in the conference. out,
1: but I, I don't really know what. I mean, their best young player is probably Ubre, but it might be Saderanski in my opinion. Yeah, probably Ubre has a higher floor. X-fag- I don't know. I like I did like Saderanski last yeah. year. Yeah, I guess he does have a higher floor, and he's that defensive wing that we were talking about three mm-hmm. D. And they got Austin Rivers too. Oh, yeah, no, that is a, that's a good point. That's a good so point. they are deeper, that's yes, for sure. they are considerably deeper this
0: But it doesn't mean they're going to make a deeper playoff run, which means they have a deeper roster, if you know what I mean. So should we go some, ahead and – uh,
1: Some may forget that they did almost beat the uh, Kelly Olenek-led 2017 yeah, something. They were right in, but in there, but – X-Factor is Dwight Howard. That's –
0: one of the most surprising th- things you ever said on this podcast before. I, I know. I, I I there's some. I'm like, no,
1: there's someone else. There's someone else. It might but... just
0: be chemistry things. If they can, yeah. if Wall and Beal can coexist, right. at some point, I feel like you have to pick one of those two guys. And I would pick Beal. I would too. Youth and less injuries. And if you can get a trade for Wall and get some value back, even just some some young guys and a pick, I I might go for it at this point. I don't know, but I don't who, think it's gonna happen.
1: Who would want we? Right. Ball, uh, wall. I
0: know that's another good question. Is I'm mean, not saying he's an albatross contract, but he is a guy that's tough he's, to he's get. Maybe
1: 153 million. From. He's not worth it, in right.
0: my opinion. Um, tough situation for sure. But he's yeah, I'd say Howard's the probably the X factor. So, all right. Shall we? Uh, Sorry, shall we break it up I think yeah. we should break. All right.
1: All right. So we are right
0: on schedule. Easily um, on a
1: scheduled podcast we've had here. Oh,
0: for sure. Through two breaks, we're at, right at 40 minutes. So 20 more minutes, and we'll get to 60, which is our goal for each podcast. So I think we did a great job with that. Let's hope yeah. that we don't go too long on Round these, of the these best five.
1: So moving on, we've got the Milwaukee Bucks,
0: the yeah. Giannis-led
1: Milwaukee Bucks at number five. This
0: front office has done one of the worst jobs building around a superstar that I've ever seen.
1: Well, we weren't really around for the Cavs in like 07 That's and fair. 08, but that I've <laughs> ever seen.
0: Um, just start thinking about how incredibly good Giannis is, and I'm I would not, about it. and I, I'll, I'll be honest, I've gone on 2K and built myself some nice Giannis rosters, just get Giannis and get a bunch of wings that can shoot, like a bunch of Chris Middletons, you know, guys like that, um, but instead they have, Gosh. I mean, Parker was bad, Parker was out of there now, which is, it was a sunk cost, and it was tough to let go of the number two pick, Two was he? Yep. But Behind I think it might have been dunked on that actually said this. Yeah. So you really have to let the concept of sunk cost play into your NBA GMing. And yes. basically what sunk cost is, is when making a decision about an asset, you cannot let the past impact your decision. Just because he's the number two pick, it does not change his it's, value it's right all now. It's all about
1: present value and exactly. future value. Not about past so
0: it. just because he was number two back then, yeah, it might hurt a little more to let him go. But it was still a smart decision not, not to pay that much for him. Yep. Um, I don't like Eric Bledsoe with this team at all. Awful fit. When they traded, I when they traded for him, I'll be honest, I was kind of wrong about it. I kind of liked it then. I liked
1: it too. I was like, hey, they have a really good point guard here. But like, the, now he doesn't have to start. Right
0: in the playoffs, he really hurt them. Awful. Did not play any defense. He yeah. got
1: torched over and over again in the pick and roll, and it's gonna be tough. I guess you need a, a low usage distributor more than you need someone who can right. score like. Bledsoe is, Especially with Giannis on the team. Like Bledsoe on. is a mix of a good scoring guard and a good distributor, but I feel like you have to go more in the lead. Right. So, someone who can play great defense and distribute good. So like, get
0: that kind of point guard and then get two good wings that can shoot, and then Giannis at the four. What's their solution at the one, though? I don't what know. Do think? There's really nowhere they can go. And they have a lot of bad contracts, too. Henson's a really bad one. Um, Don Mager is already on a bad contract, too, isn't he? Or is he still on no, his rookie deal? he's still on his rookie deal. Oh. 20, Zeller. That, don't 20, Zeller. 20, Zeller has a bad contract, Zeller's not on the... On One of the centers, Tyler Zeller, he's in, He's Henson, on the center. Henson. Henson Zeller, and Zeller, Zeller both are. Is he, he's on the death chart.
1: He's not there anymore, I don't think. Maybe Either way, uh, you can look it up. But I, they that 2016 summer really just destroyed them because they had that Plumlee contract. They had the Henson cra- contract. It Like, the center, I just can't believe how <laughs> overpaid centers mm-hmm. were, dude. Brick Lopez, I think, is great next to um, Giannis, someone who can space and defend and rebound. Like... I think he's going to be really, really good next to him. I think that was actually a good signing. Mm-hmm. I think, like, drafting Sterling Brown, great 3D guy. Like, not great, but you – like, yeah, yeah. Steven Chenzo. Yeah, Divincenzo will be an interesting, interesting pickup. To the like, least.
0: And only a I like, but not at the contract. Yeah, we've talked about that. Zeller is there for one year, by the way. He expires next year. Okay, I bet. But he's not a bad contract, so I was wrong, too. Um. yeah, just not the kind of team you want around Giannis at all. And I like Brook Lopez, yeah. especially for a cheaper deal. I think Boston should have gone for that deal. Yes, I do too, but Aaron Baines was there already. True. Um, so I don't love it. I don't love what they have around Giannis, but he could carry him the second round easily. I could see them winning a 4-5 or five against Indy. Yeah,
1: they should have won last year, but they didn't mm-hmm. have a coach. Yeah, that's actually oh, I, oh, yeah, crazy. It's true. A, a really big factor here. Should is, is, put that in there too. And I and I think it's going to be really good for. I him. think that's my X factor
0: actually. Sure, Bud's coaching. I like it. I would say that or um, that are Lopez or Bledsoe probably are the ones. Bledsoe would be a good one. Yeah. Um, best young player does Giannis still count? I don't. If not, it's got to be even Chandler Brogdon. I would say
1: young prospect is more what I'm looking at there. So. Brogdon, Probably brought but Brutton's like he's like 24, 25. though. Yeah, because he was a four year. So dude. So it's like Sterling Brown or DiVincenzo for right. me.
0: Maybe
1: Which is oh, sad. I guess I...
0: DJ Wilson, Thon. Like Thon's like fifty. Like we don't know how old Thon is.
1: That is a good point. <laughs> <for> like, <laughs> yeah, I know uh, what you mean. Super stable medical records, but I think I I would take it as where it. He's I don't, got a high ceiling. I think it's disingenuous sure. to not assume his age is what he says. It's
0: it is. conceivable for him to be. Uh, what? To have still have a high upside, but we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So we'll see if it comes up.
1: It's tough. Like, it's just man, it's just really tough. They're they're just treading water. It's, yeah. It's it reminds me so much of oh eight oh nine oh seven. Yep. Calves.
0: just wasting Giannis four years before he can go wherever he wants. Yeah. Um. Is that twenty twenty summer that Giannis is free agent? 2021, uh, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. And he's, like, he's he's on an extension on, like, yet? Four year extension. Oh yeah, that's right. So he'll be here for a few more years. And he said he wants to be buck for life. But it would almost be sad to see him be stuck here for life because they've been so bad at getting him the right pieces around him.
1: Why don't they just bring the right pieces around him? That's what I would do, but they can't figure that out. <laughs> Pacers
0: yeah. are number four. Love the old Packers. <laughs> I'm into the Pacers. Um, they had an interesting offseason, and now we're looking at a lineup of Collison, Oladipo, Evans, or Bogdanovich at the three.
1: Bogdanovich and Evans comes off the bench. Bogdanovich
0: at the three, Thad Young, and then Miles Turner. My restoration has been put in work this oh, yeah. summer. He looks nice. A really good bench with Corey Joseph, Tyreek Evans, McDermott, Sabonis, and Kylo Quinn. Plus TJ Leaf, Aaron Holliday. Um, I love it. That
1: Kylo Quinn signing was kind of what I've been really harping on. Like, why did you not just mm-hmm. retain Glenn Robinson? Why did you not go out and get Trevian Graham? Why did you not go out and get James Ennis would have been awesome in Indiana. Uh-huh. And you love a, James Ennis. I do. He's on a minimum contract. Like you really couldn't have him. Com- and McDermott's did, contract was too much. Yeah, like, a, a good question of uh, why didn't they use that O'Quinn money, that $5.4 million, to just pay James Ennis? Because he's probably worth about that much money. Mm-hmm. So, like McDermott is three years, $22
0: million. And that's basically, like... That's tough. All the contracts on the first night of free agency were way too much. And then after that, all of a sudden, everybody ran out of money. And it was like, oh, the last guys just
1: get minimums. That's kind of what happened. I guess. I guess mcdermott is on the same deal as corver and they basically shot the same percentage from mm-hmm. last year right they're about the same size or i guess mcdermott's a little bit beefier about the same height though
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh man it's just so tough for me to like, like look is, at that contract. is joe harris a lot worse than mcdermott i would like, easily overpaid joe harris right we do but still i like their team
0: a lot um yeah would they will they be in the third in the conference finals i i think it's possible. it's conceivable I still think they're clearly fourth of those four teams in the East,
1: but one injury and they can sneak in. I think they could beat the Sixers. I think they could beat the Raptors. I don't know if they can beat the Celtics. And Mm -hmm. can doesn't mean will or should. I got you. But I think they can. Like, part of me, like, wouldn't be insanely surprised if we fast-forwarded to June and it was, like, Warriors-Pacers. Like, I wouldn't Mm. be absolutely shocked.
0: I'd be pretty surprised.
1: But there's three teams that are much higher. They need one more guy. Oladipo and Turner are great,
0: but they're not championship. Tyreek Evans. Huh? They need uh-huh. one more guy. <laughs> yeah, Alright, right. number three, we both have the Sixers. Yep, we have the same top three in the order. San
1: Francisco Sixers.
0: Wait, how does that work out? The Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. I'm You're tired. It's a long it's the thing with the whole the Philadelphia Warriors. Oh, I just switched them. Okay, that works. Um Ben Simmons, JJ Reddick, Rob Covington, Bob Covington, Dario Sarich, Joel Embiid, okay. with a Bench of Fultz, McConnell, Zaire Smith, who's injured for quite a while. Out for well, the season, probably, probably, just because that's
1: how it works there. Yeah,
0: Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, Amir Johnson, and Jonah Bolden, coming over from Europe, who's going to be good, too. Yes. Um, they didn't make a whole lot of changes from last year. Some people, no Sean
1: Holmes and no TLC.
0: Yeah. But you get Smith and Muscala and Chandler, so it's kind of a wash.
1: And, the lo- losing and Bolden,
0: a- and you might get Fultz.
1: Yeah, losing out on Ilya Sova, again, losing out on mm-hmm. um, Marco Bellinelli, I don't really care about. But yeah. losing out on Bealisa when mm-hmm. he went back on that deal, that's a big deal, I feel, well, deal, I felt like. I and there might be, a, there's a little bit of backlash. that They didn't get their third
0: guy. It was a fail-off season, but I don't think it was. They saved their money, only got one-year deals. Chandler's expiring. Um, and I think they just kicked the can down the road again, if I can use that term again. yeah. So Whether only- or not they're going to get like a Kawhi next year... I wouldn't bet on it, but Fultz could be the third guy. That's definitely possible, and I think they could find that third guy in free agency down the road.
1: Yeah, it's man, they, they I still just, have like two more years I'm until. I'm ecstatic. They lose soon. I can't wait now. to watch them be, play basketball. Like, yeah, like I, I can't wait to watch Ben Simmons play basketball. It's one of the things I look forward to the most this year. I hope Fultz becomes good. legit. I hope that those three are is. a big three. I think by legit, like, could he be Avery? Avery would he if he's Avery Bradley? Is that good enough? I think it is. Number one pick? It's not. But, I mean... We're talking... Well, let's talk about the same thing that we talked about just now, with giving up on Jabari earlier. Sure. Well,
0: that's, that's from like, a GM perspective. I'm just talking about how good his career is going to be. You know oh, what okay. I mean? Like, I want I, him I to mean, be a legit like a player. from a team
1: standpoint, they can be very successful if he's as good as Avery Bradley as sure. in Boston, okay. right?
0: Right. I mean, I don't think he'll have the defense, or at least he hasn't shown it yet. But he's got to be able to shoot threes. That's going to be the big X factor. So, speaking of X factor, it's false. Yes. Um. The best player is Embiid. I think it's Embiid. Yeah, it's Embiid. Um. The guys probably like 11th. Do we not player. say the best player in the last couple of teams? We kind of uh, missed no, a few. For, for Indiana, Giannis, is
1: probably Oladipo. Oladipo X, obviously, Giannis. X-Factor X is Turner, and best player is Turner, right? Wait, best player is Oladipo.
0: Oh, young, young, young prospect? Guy, yeah, yeah, Turner. Um, And Milwaukee, best player is Giannis. Yeah. Washington, Wall. Yeah, we went over those those teams. Yeah, we did.
1: Okay. Um, you look a lot like Matt Harms today. Thanks. My hair is greasy. That's right. It's pretty harmsy It's kind of. You know, I got that I'm a Harms fan. That kind of come I saw
0: him on. on campus. The guy's huge. We'll see him in the NBA in two years. Um, best player is Embiid. X factor is Fultz. And does Fultz still count as the best prospect? No. Yeah. Well, Simmons only in his yeah. third season yeah. in the NBA, so.
1: I guess he. I guess he's a prospect. I would go with Fultz though. So. Fultz prospect is and
0: star Fultz is the highest ceiling of an unproven young player. Yeah, if that's your definition of a prospect. Um, we are running a little bit out of time, so we have two more teams. Um, the Raptors, Raptors, number two, um, legit chance to beat Boston.
1: Yes,
0: I think so too. I think these three, any any of them could be any of them, and that's fun. I'm picking Boston. I'm saying if I had to pick Boston or the field in the East, what would you say? I'd probably say Boston, but Sorry for the dead air.
1: I have just no idea. They're
0: right around 50% as far as winning, and I feel like the other two are around 25%. I guess I have to go
1: Boston. It's pretty
0: even is the point, you know? Yeah. Um, Kyle Lowry, Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, Serge Baca, the corpse of Jonas Valanciunas. Not a bad starting five. And then obviously DeLone Wright or Van Vliet is pro- or OG Ananobi, OG Ananobi, Ananobi. is probably going to be your fifth guy. And I wouldn't hate to see Ananobi at the five, Kawhi at the four.
1: That would be ex-
0: DeLone Wright guarding seven. wings. That would be fun. And I think that Nick Nurse might legitimately throw that out there.
1: Nick Nurse is a little bit of a crazy guy.
0: We talk about this a lot on the summer podcast too. Yes. But you could throw out some incredible defensive fives. With Ibaka, or with Leonard and Anobi yeah. and Wright and Lowry and Van Vliet By the way, we're assuming Kawhi's Green. health
1: is like a top. Seven oh yeah, year. we should kind of give a, a yeah. We is don't that know. The X factor is it, it has to be right. I guess
0: everybody else yeah. is already a known, known um, quantity. I know that. Thank you. A known quantity at this point, but Kawhi, we still have no clue what's going on. Yeah. Um. Nick Nurse says that Kawhi, Leonard, and Danny Green guard the expletive out of people, which is true. We have a much different thought process defensively. We'll be a little bit more aggressive, really focused on creating more turnovers. They could be the best team in the league for sure. Um, I
1: get they, But I don't is he going to play? <laughs> I don't know if, the if you saw. This is a big deal, actually, I think. Huh? Kawhi's best friend just got hired to the Raptors. That's all that. Um, he's the video coordinator for San Antonio previously. He got hired to the Raptors partially as a recruiting pitch, just like, hey, your best friend's here. You mm-hmm. know? Um, I think that is crucial for Kawhi's happiness as well as long-term. Stayability As they call it And Kawhi supposedly um, Has an open mind Was the quote Open in the quote, Apparently uh, he really likes Listening to Nick Nurse Talking with Nick Nurse And stuff Is what I've heard too I I guess Best player Kawhi X-Factor Kawhi Yeah for sure Best young Proskett pa- 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 Van Vliet Thank you Or Anobi I would probably go in and Obi be just because Van Lee's a little bit older. Yeah, he is, but he's he he's had still, that RFA he's still window. But good. I think he's a starting level point guard. Oh, I agree. Um, same yeah, with I, scary love, I love. I love the team. Role.
0: I look forward to seeing them defend the expletive out of Boston. Yes. Um, we have to say expletive because if we don't, then we have to make this podcast explicit. We're not doing that. Plus, uh, it's funny that Nick. That was what the article said, so we're just going to use it. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, I look forward to watching them play Boston. I don't think I'm going to pick them to beat Boston. But they definitely could be a sixty win team.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, health. I, assuming health, yeah, that's but. the X factor, and I love the the trade and the more I look back on it for them, because they're basically saying let's take a one year shot at it, uh-huh. and if we miss, then we can blow it up next year. Yep. Um, shall we go to our last team? Who, who?
1: Yeah, someone might be desperate enough. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I mean for sure. Um, the Boston Celtics, the best team in the East, the uh, third best team, second be- second best team, better than the Rockets in the NBA. Third best team. I agree. Um, Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Al Horford. So good. On the bench, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris, Aaron Baines, Robert Williams, and Semi Ojeley, and that's Daniel Tyson. That's pretty good. Um, they're incredibly deep. They have the best starting lineup in the league.
1: They probably have other than the Warriors. fives and like half another. Yeah,
0: they have definitely the second best starting five in the league, and I think they're. More talented than Houston, if they can all keep it together. We haven't really seen all these five together in the playoffs, which is what's going to be really exciting. Yes. I mean, I guess since Hayward was all year, we haven't seen them all five together just want at to see
1: all. I Hayward play basketball. I'm so excited for that. I'm really
0: looking forward to it. And um, I love the team. It's going to be so much fun to watch. And they had the best coach in the NBA. Um, yes.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I agree. Probably. I think he's the best. I mean,
0: we should make coach ranking sometime, but it's so hard to do that.
1: It's hard to rank someone over Pop, but I think Pop is a little bit too old fashioned. Yeah. Plus, like
0: Steve Kerr, what is his defining talent? It's managing those personalities. Yes. While a lot of coaches don't have to do that as much, you I know, mean, like that's
1: his offense. But it doesn't matter what offense you have; right. with these players would be great.
0: You can criticize Kerr for just having great players, or you could say, well, one of the hardest parts of his job is having great players.
1: I don't think if I I think if Steve Kerr was a little bit different person personality wise, there's no way Draymond's even on the team. Oh yeah. Like the the way he's able to deal with someone who's incredibly crazy. Listening over.
0: to Steph Curry's podcast with Bill Simmons, he just all the times that Kerr and Draymond get in yelling matches at practice. It's crazy to think about how much, you know, disagreement goes down between those two and yeah. the personality they both have for sure. Um But yeah, Boston's gonna be incredible. Best player, Kyrie.
1: Oh, that's
0: yeah. Is Hayward better? Is Tatum Not,
1: not better? Tatum, is not Horford Hayward. better? Like, Horford, Horford's probably Horford's second. that blue guy, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Horford's the blue guy. And it's really tough for me to look at them. like advanced, When you look at advanced stats and you look at the whole team, it's like, Horford is clearly the best player on the team. But I think that's partly the position and the role that he has. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think I would go Kyrie. I mean, we saw that guy. Light things up for years.
0: Um, Then the X factor, you want to go with Tatum or Brown. It's one of those two, I feel like. Oh, man. Or you could argue Hayward because he's just coming back.
1: Well, I don't know if that's a – I think that's kind of a known quantity. I think that Jalen Brown is the X factor because I think think we're all on the same page that Jason Tatum might be freaking, freaking good for a long time.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, we talked about this a lot on the last podcast with the position rankings.
1: Right.
0: But – Tatum averaged 16 points a game last year. It wasn't like as he had this incredible either. regular season. right?
1: And as, like, the third option.
0: And in the playoffs, he was a lot better. Well, probably second
1: or third. Yeah. yeah no. But, uh, well, I, yeah, so I either, feel like
0: the Tatum train has gotten a little bit, going a little bit too fast in the offseason after the great postseason that they did have. Right. I'm not... Criticizing him at all, but now having to play, MVP,
1: like some people right. have. But having I to play alongside,
0: an alongside Kyrie and Hayward now is going to make things different for him too. So
1: I think he's easily an All NBA level player. That's where I would stand. I, you're making a face. Top
0: 15 player in the NBA Jay, at
1: that Tadel. position right now. Yeah. No. Oh, you're saying, saying ceiling? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That, sorry. If that was what that face
0: was about. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be. He will be up there eventually yeah. for sure. But so right, exact right now he's like. The X factor
1: for me is how he is Jalen Brown. Because I agree. there's so many metrics that show that he is gonna be as good as Jason mm-hmm. or Paul George at the least, quiet the most. His like, defense is really there's good. There's a lot of advanced metrics, not even that, just like the way his jump from year one to year two is. Like there's so many signs that show that this guy is gonna be able to be an all NBA player too. Yeah, for sure. And so it's gonna be I think he's the I I guess that's why he's X Factor. Is like, is this something that's gonna happen this year? I would agree. Personally, I would lean more towards yes. I'm not saying fulfilling that full potential, but more towards mm-hmm. being able to be an NBA quality or an all NBA all star level player for sure this year. And I think that hit, that kind of makes or breaks their competitiveness as the second best team in the league. Yeah. Well, you got anything else to throw in before we wrap things up? Um, just yeah, coming I, about an hour. I just wanted to hit um, hit on team in the East that's most likely to be your surprise or oh, yeah. really most likely to be um, your biggest disappointment. Sure. I guess it's kind of hard to predict that right away. I like it. But though. like someone you could see failing and someone you could see succeeding beyond expectations, I guess. Do mm-hmm. you have one to start? I think... No. I guess <laughs> I guess the Raptors would be my candidate for biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi doesn't play that well or doesn't or he's, play he's at all. Healthy, something and the are just the 7th seed or the 8th seed. Yeah, that could happen. And I think... Opportunity for like you know, biggest surprise. Man, I think it's the Bulls. Because personally, I don't think the Bulls are close to playoff contention. Uh-huh. You do. I mean, not yeah. But for me, it's possible. I'm not gonna. Call I could them like out. somehow like they could just be freaking good like they be were last succeed. year and yeah. just be a succeed
0: I um, I think I'm gonna pick. Milwaukee as my biggest surprise. Okay. If we just have the Giannis season. Yeah. And, I mean, he got a 2K cover. He was good last year. He's coming up on it, and I think at I some hate, point he's to be. I hate that MVP. the narrative
1: has already decided that him or Anthony Davis <coughs> is winning MVP next year. That's where
0: I am, at least. I think the way the narratives go, those are the next two guys up. It's their turn. LeBron's had his chance. I hate that Harden turn. It shouldn't be their turn. I 450 agree. 450
1: guys should have a chance at this award. I agree. But
0: that's not how it is. I mean, it's... It's all based on narrative. It's who the media thinks is the next guy who owned the season. And Last year,
1: LeBron was going to win. Everyone thought LeBron was going to win until Chris Paul goes out and Harden has one of the... Like, but the that was in the playoffs, ever. right? Huh? The, you mean in the regular season? Well, Chris, like Chris Paul me, like was 25 games first. to start the season.
0: I thought you meant the... Uh, no, no. First legend no, no. you meant the, the hamstring. No, no. Yeah, no. I think it... Which, by the way, I had a nightmare about that. I'm sorry. Recently. It all has to do with the narrative. Um... Hardly do you see guys win it again. I mean, Westbrook averaged triple double two years in a row.
1: It's crazy. He's no Kevin Grant the second year. is probably the second or third best player in the league, uh-huh. and he's only won one MVP right. in the last ten years. MVP award is pretty flawed. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, then my biggest disappointment in the East. Um. I like Toronto because the injury thing. Obviously, at
1: first I was gonna say the Pistons, but then I was like, well, they're gonna suck anyway.
0: I hate to be like this, but. Are we sure we should be penciling the Sixers in to be the third-best team in the East already?
1: No, not necessarily. I think Indiana has a good chance. I think Tyreek Evans is so good. I mean... As, like, a third guy.
0: Embiid, before this season, everything we said about him was if he stays healthy, and I haven't right. really heard it since then. I think right. there's potential for an Embiid injury or a Simmons injury or neither of those. Or Mark sucking. The team can't shoot other than Reddick and the team can't really create. They
1: lost. They did lose a lot of shooting, like... TLC wasn't great, but even the Bellinelli and, uh, and, uh, and Elie like I think they could be the 7th seed lot. or
0: the 6th seed. I, and, and I enjoy watching the Sixers, and I love the personalities on the team, so it's hard for me to be like this, but I could see them. Like last year, it was a surprise they were the 3 seed, and this year we're penciling them in as contenders to make the finals. I think that's a little bit of a jump.
1: Quick uni watch update. Have you heard that they might be bringing back the black uniforms? Oh, as classics? Yeah. I would love that. Oh. That would be... That's all I had to say. Every
0: team should be having a classic uniform this year, I think, and you can get that article that I'm writing on medium.com. If you search my name,
1: Luke, Z-Y-L-S-T-R-A on
0: If the Rockets were to do
1: that, I guess I'm biased, so that's why I thought of them first, but would it be... Oh, Orlando's doing an awesome one, and so is Charlotte. That'd be known. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. do they go with, like, the late 90s, like, pinstripes, like the Navy Which pinstripes? Team? The Rockets. Uh, or do they go yeah. with, like, the championship I got season? you, with
0: the one with the diagonal yeah, Rockets, the, and yeah. the little bit of yellow. Or the Houston. I would vote for the uh, pinstripes. You would? The number in the corner. So okay. that's just me. That's just a personal
1: preference. The Barkley uniforms. Yep. they Like, all the mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen Barkley mm-hmm. uniforms. By the way, Barkley was actually good. He was. Us. It just didn't work out. Yeah. Um... Anything else that you want to update? Like uh, we're talking about, I just wanted to get it out for the listeners that are still there. First of all, we appreciate you. We love we do. you. We want you to get our, our podcast out there so everyone can hear. I'm not sure if people takes. are listening all the way to the
0: end or not. Um, if you I are, some, I mean, you can give us a comment. Ones. You can find us on Twitter. Um, my account is LZYL23. Devin's is Seabreeze619, correct? Yes. Um, you can email us at... Yeah. at debore8 at
1: purdue.edu
0: <laughs> and also. if you really want to you can email us send um, us questions DM us we would definitely do a mailbag episode if we had enough questions I'm not sure if, if we, we, if had we get them or not to have in the bag right now we can <laughs> <a bag. laughs> we have an empty bag ready to have mail in it. if you want to give us a mailbag um, follow me at both of us on medium.com if we write articles up there
1: I haven't um, read an article
0: about six months. So you yeah, can search my name, me. Luke Zalstra. My name is spelled in our podcast, right? In our yes. podcast description. Yes. And I do write relatively regularly now that we got to college about MBA subjects. So go read that. Just
1: yeah, just one more plug. We're on Apple. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes, mm-hmm. which is Apple. We are on Spotify. Give us a rating and review. Cast. Rating review comment click subscribe also,
0: share. or any of those outlets, tell Nick he should come on more because. He's been very hesitant. I mean, miss him. yeah. Nick is never in the room with us. Uh huh. He's not here right now. He's not going to speak. Um, so let him know we want him. We might get some more guests. We have, as we gain popularity, we have some uh, yes, and we are acquaintances quickly gaining popularity. We have acquaintances that are considering uh, joining the podcast. You may not know this,
1: but in four weeks, we went from zero listeners to thirty. It's a lot for us. So thanks for listening. Um, have live a great show. day. I want to talk about the live show. Oh yeah, go ahead. So we're thinking about. And if you're still listening to this too, now you we deserve to pay you honestly. This is impressive. But we are thinking about doing when 2K19 comes out, a uh, a morning or afternoon depends on our college class schedule uh, live show on Twitch. We'll we'll have our, our faces up on the screen, and you get to watch us just play my league. You know, make GMing decisions and all that stuff. Maybe we'll do some play now here and there with it all. But you know, just run through it, see us make our decisions, build our teams and whatnot. But then also we'll use it. Sort of as a podcast format, too, so that we can, like, a medium, podcast medium, so we can talk. It's a more relaxed version of we just hanging out. Exactly. Yeah, and talking about basketball. Um, I'm really excited about it. So is Luke. We're going to try and set it up. Hopefully it works out. But, you know, schedules are tough at college. Yeah. But um, definitely, if you're still here and you've got our contact information, contact us about any ideas you have about that. If you think it would be really cool. Um, how to do it, any, any tips or tricks or anything like that. So, yeah, thanks again. This is Dedunk. This is Devin DeBoer, Luke Zalstra. And believe it or not, the stakes are high. Oh, my Thank word. you. I eat. Right. <laughs>